Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Hey everyone, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by ProTaper. It's, uh, it's been a lovely off weekend between the end of the Motocross Nationals and the start of the SMX Finals. And uh, yeah, Chase, Curtis, and I are here in the office. We have Mike Antonovich and Alex Ray remote. And uh, you went, or Chase went to uh, Mammoth this weekend, and that was the only racing that anyone in our crew was around this weekend. So I guess we just talk about that stuff first. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I actually, um, this was my first trip to uh, Mammoth Motocross. I, I first one. Ever, yeah. I wanted to go a couple times as a kid, but things just never really planned out. I was never really in the situation where we could pack up and go. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was cool to see all the stories I've heard and how, like I've always heard how motocross just takes over this town and it's, always been so hard for me to believe when I go up there in the winter right but literally the town turned into like Nuevo during yeah. the week there was dirt bikes like flying doing wheelies up and down the streets like nothing cops didn't seem to care uh riders were riding their dirt bikes to and from the track from their condos really? yeah dude well, I guess because the whole parking yeah so that was out. that was the biggest shocker to me I didn't I've always obviously everyone's heard about these lines but yeah I mean we uh we set we drive there the day before, like around 5, 6 p.m. every single night, drop off the van with the, my buddy's dirt bikes, go back to the condo, and we'd be up through 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning to get to the van so we could get into the track and just sit there in the dark and watch the sunrise every single day. Like, it's, wow. dude, it's an all-day thing. You're the, you're at the track from 4 a.m. to 4 or 5 p.m. It's it's gnarly. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a good... Uh... 10 years, I think, since I've been to Mammoth. I yeah. think the last time I went was, you know, obviously at Transworld, and we had, uh, I went and raced, but the the big funny thing is, Anton, do you remember when we had the service, service uh, Kawasaki Kicks 500 aluminum frame? And we, mm -hmm. we talked Lutz into racing it in the pro class, mm -hmm. and he was all for it and everything, and it worked great down here, but like, we went up there, he got a good start, and he was running like in the top 10, and it became too much for him to handle and his arms pumped up and everything. And it was so funny. Cause I remember he wrote it back to the pits and you know, the, the wood snow fence that is lines the track or whatever. I just remember him having a tantrum and just going Rah! and ghost riding it into the <laughs> snow fence. I can't believe you made me race this thing. And like super just over the top angry about it. But that was the last time I went to mammoth. I know. I think Anton, you've probably never been there, right? Never. Have you been there a Ray before? I've n I've never been there. I've always wow. wanted to go. The event looks so amazing. I even I even dude, it, it pumped me up this weekend that I got now now that you mentioned the freaking KX five hundred uh, <laughs> that you let your buddy race. Uh, I got my twenty twenty four freaking race bike for Mammoth freaking in the garage. Not KX five hundred so, project, huh? Yes, yes. I I dude, I honestly like. I have this idea of having it finished before day in the dirt. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be done, but I, I'm, I might, might try and 
try and make that happen. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. I don't know. I like, was it a, for some reason. Was it a Facebook Marketplace basket case? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looks like it. The guy had it. No, it is. The guy had it listed for $5,500. What? $5,500. That's a he lot had it listed for, for, that much for money. a roach. Yes. So then what did you get it for? Not, 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 for, not for a KX500. Like even if they're a roach, but they're all there, they're uh, they're still bringing a lot of money because people. They're I guess they're rare, right? Yeah. I drew the guy down to like under three. Nice, <laughs> nice. Under We're gonna three. get canceled because you said that term. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you're gonna have a meeting oh, with HR dude. tomorrow. That's yeah, gonna brief you on company. if you can or can't say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Well, I I brought the guy down to to under three. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. But how no, bad was, is uh, it? Like you sent us a picture of it with no plastic, but like, are all the parts there, or is that what it looked like when you got it? All the parts are there. No, it had plastic on it. Is the plastic was just trashed, right? So, um, everything is there. It has a like a almost brand new pipe on it uh fmf but the silencer is a pro circuit i think doggy you can't and... say that's an almost new pipe with that ding in it <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right i mean it's 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 this no is, I'm, yeah you know what it's, you need to do fairly new it's shiny i don't know dude have you seen these pipe restoration videos on instagram yes yeah yes that's, you need that's to find why, you a guy take that to luke santos like, that's that's why i'm like uh like yeah, the pipe's fine. Everything's fine. I don't need a new pipe. Um, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna rebuild it um, because I took the seat off. There was no air filter or air filter cage. Um, <laughs> I, I, one like I I took the front wheel off. I ended up having to put the front wheel back on because the fork was was trying to like the whole fork lug was just trying to like come out of the tube. Um, so I think I'm gonna update the the front end on it. Um, I guess it supposedly it bolts right up. That's what a lot of people do with those. Um, there's a couple mods you can do to the swing arm, but like, yeah, I mean, it's just some stuff that like, there's just like, like wood screws and stuff. And yeah. just like, Hey, you know, what? you know, I like think... the, the chain adjuster has the biggest bolt in it, like just inside the <laughs> swing arm. So yeah, it, I got my work cut out. I got my work cut out for me, but I think, I mean, everything's there. Um, the bike does have, like, it's got compression, um, all of that. So, like, no, everything's working, you know? Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's just, like, it's just small little things, like bolts and clutch perches and front brake Again, levers. Here's, here's the important like question, A-Ray. Did the owner use Klotz Tank Browner Octane Booster in it? Is your is your gas tank olive colored? No, no. Oh, it's green no. still. It's good. Not. Good. Well, it, uh, it could be underneath the paint. I don't know. Wait, they wait, the, wait, the gas tank they is painted. This, yeah, they painted it green. The gas tank, <laughs> but it it was it was already green, and they painted it over it. Yeah, I was I getting ready why. to ask you about that because I'm looking at that right <laughs> around your engine mounts right now, and I see a little green. But that's all good. Hey, that's a bitchin' yeah. radiator you got. Yeah. No. Well. So those aren't the the stock radiators, and I want the stock radiators because those radiators are just like the Chinese ones that you can get off eBay. <laughs> so I I, uh, I I actually got back on eBay and I found someone who had a set of stock ones uh, <laughs> for super cheap that were bent. So I was I was like, well, I could 
I could get these and then send them to ICW and have them have them redo them. So yeah, yeah. I think of yeah. uh, I think if you're going to get a 500, the Cowie's the way to go because it was a friendlier bike. The Hondas are kind of violent. Yeah. But uh, well, I'm yeah. I mean, me and my dad, we had one back in like 2012. Like we had a brand new 2004. You know and Dude, we ended up selling it for like four grand or something. Like it was, we sold it, like we gave it away, and the thing was brand new. But you and had I don't no know idea why, they were going to be cool eventually, right? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, cool eventually, and, and it's just like one of those things to where it's like, for some reason, I just like the way they look and I like the way they sound, and I just I've always like ever since we got rid of that one, I was like, I wish that we had always kept it. So. Since then, it seems like I've been looking for one, and I finally found one, you know, that I could, you know, I feel like, I, I went and met the guy, and I, you know, I shot the shit with him for like an hour, you know, just sitting there talking to him, because he had tons of old bikes and all this cool stuff in his backyard, and like, we were just shooting the shit for like an hour, and, mm. and uh, yeah, ended up, ended up talking him down a little bit, and, and, and getting the bike, I was stoked on it, though. It My does best, have the coolest... Uh... Sorry, Don. Sorry. It does still have the cool factory part on there, A-Ray. It's got that folding brake lever tip. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's a factory Thanks, part. Huh. You know. So my best no, for finish real. at... Uh, for real. My best finish at Mammoth ever was in the 500 junior class. And uh, I got second in the main event on a Cowie. And uh, at one point, I was leading because the guy in front of me was on a Cowie, and he landed the finish line jump, and his foot peg broke off. <laughs> And so I cannot see you riding a 500, dude. I, I'm sorry. I can't see you riding a 500. Why? Because this? The clutch? Yeah. No, I, no, I, no, no. Yeah, I did ride. Like, but anyway, so then I'm leading. And on the last lap, okay, do you remember Turbo Reef? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Turbo Reef passed me and won. And he was really tiny. He, he won the 80 intermediate class and the 500 junior class on the same day. That was salty. <laughs> oh, man. But um, anyway, dude. What year was that? Ah, dude, I, it would be hard to remember. They, I was at Cycle News, so it was sometime in the nineties. I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. how old is Turbo Reef now. Turbo Reef is the right guy who raced Supercross in the Simpson Motocross helmet mm-hmm. with the face shield. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah. All right. So wait. Hey. So. Where, where, well, I was where, gonna where, say. Speaking of. Speaking of mammoth, like I, I seen a video of Noah Viney going over yeah. the fence and that like, was jumping into insane. the crowd. That was insane. That over was yesterday. The crowd. Yeah, dude, he insane. Him and, and Heft <laughs> got tangled off the start of the the last main event yesterday, oh. and Viney just jumped over the fence, somehow missed the tree, but like him and the bike flipped everywhere into the crowd. Oh, did people get hurt? No, everyone was fine. No one, no one got hit. I don't think. And then he caught his breath and got on the bike somehow like dude he was pinned but yeah he yeah, got he on the won the first moto right uh he no won moto? he o- won open pro sport or pro moto no i don't think he po- so i saw on instagram maybe maybe not yesterday slideshow but one of them he was first on results maybe not yesterday okay. the races i he he had a rough mammoth the races i watched lots really? of incidents like that yeah but he was he was fine i talked to him after the race and he was laughing about it, and he was saying he was all good. So I can't believe he was fine, dude. Like, that was that was burly. If, yeah, Rhino posted the video. Uh, Matt Cerami's dad, I believe, from Fast uh, the Fast House Gang, he got it on, on video. Ooh. But, yeah, dude, there was um, there was some 
pileups and some gnarliness yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Do do like up and coming pro kids, do you think that they hate whenever like guys like Justin Heff and, and Derek Drake and all these guys like show up? So to that point, there was a brawl at the at the end of the final race yesterday that I unfortunately <laughs> missed most of. But yeah, there was Dang. lots of lots of beef between um some of these like Honestly, like these these fast house guys that are just like Trevor Stewart. I guess him and Hef race off road still, but then you got the Wageman and and just these guys that like they're so badass on bikes and they have so many years, you know, at Mammoth and tracks like this, where they show up and you have like these up and coming kids that are trying to make a name for themselves. And even Justin Hill is out there, but it's it's impossible to beat some of these uh some of these these kids, right? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Trevor Stewart and uh, Parker Ross. I think Parker Ross was pretty pissed after the race yesterday. <laughs> and so there was a there was some screaming, some yelling, and some holding back after the race. But uh, no one no one swang, so oh, everything man. stayed cool. But yeah, there was definitely some hurt feelings. I, I saw a couple <coughs> kids screaming the mother effer as they crossed the finish line, and then like Wageman, like that was sick, and kids just not not <laughs> stoked. <laughs> <laughs> Mammoth veteran guys just yeah. working it, huh? Yeah, totally. So who were the pro winners? Uh, Robbie Wageman pretty much cleaned up yesterday. Uh, Heft had a really, really good moto uh, in the morning, uh, but he, he got a whole shot. Um, so he's a full off-road guy now. And uh, yesterday finally was like, hey, maybe I should switch to a, a bigger rear wheel, not the small rear wheel, and that made a huge difference. So, yeah, he he was a lot better yesterday. Uh, but yeah, Robbie Wageman had a bad start in that moto and, and got up to second and, and kind of had him, his eyes on him with a couple laps to go. But then in, uh, 450 pro the last moto of the day yesterday, Wageman just start to finish pretty much, uh, cleaned out and Robbie won. Wageman. Yeah. Robbie was RJ there as well. Yep. RJ was there. I think he got fourth or fifth in, in 450 pro. So yeah, he did really good too. Did Surratt go? Uh, Surat was not there, no. I figured he'd be good up there. No. But there was a couple like a couple guys. It was interesting. There's a couple guys I didn't expect to race that kind of have like obligations with some teams and they were riding different bikes, but but yeah, it was cool. <laughs> it was cool. Hmm. How, was the, how was the overall turnout, was it? Dude, it, it was, was packed. packed. Like so uh, Friday was my first day at the track and we that was practice day. And like I said, we did that whole park the van night before, wake up three in the morning, get there. And we barely made it in. I think there was like five more cars that made it in behind us. Wow. So yeah, they, they had the track obviously was full. They had the, like the parking lot a mile or so out of the track that was full at capacity and people were pitting out of that. So they, they had to pack park people at like Eagle Lodge miles away and bus people in from there. Like it was, mm. it was packed. It was a lot, a lot of people. And uh, everyone I talked to that's been there all week, they said vet weekend was even crazier. Wow. So yeah, it was, I was pretty blown away. I mean, that's a, it's a small area to have that many people in. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you have, there were so many like just cool faces to see. Like Mitch was there all week tuning carbs. Mm-hmm. like just mm. like jetting bikes and stuff like that was so badass you saw like i mean guys from like luke kalatian and and pros Derek drake and stuff go up and ask for some help to like 125 bc kids that are like 14 years old and probably don't know much about mitch other than the fact that he owns a race team yeah but yeah he was helping everyone so you know the safe. funny thing is back in the day 
the road going up into the track. Mm-hmm. Right when you get to the track, you know how you, you look in and you see the uphill mm-hmm. and the starts here? This whole section right in front of you was called the jetting area. Okay, yeah. And I doubt it's there now. It's probably a parking space for premium, but you could go over there and you're like. Oh, really? Yeah, like do a rip <laughs> a start and come back and rip the. But it was. It was mayhem because people were just like ah, yeah, back and forth because like <laughs> obviously two strokes require more adjustments there than four strokes because EFI four strokes kind of compensate. Yeah, dude, it was it was crazy. I just remember the jetting area was gnarly. Yeah, you'd see guys like dads up there with no helmets. <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah, I saw a couple guys, a couple dads with no helmets, pin it up and down the the fire road on the bikes yeah. and messing with them. But I think. Like the biggest factor, I think, to at least big bike weekend the past couple of days was we got like this insane storm out of nowhere on Saturday. And um, like even we were checking our weather apps and it was saying like, oh, no rain. And it's like it was fucking pouring, dude. Really? Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, even yesterday we got like yesterday was cool because we got like sprinkles every hour or so. And but then the wind picked up really, really bad. But um, like talking to wageman after the race and a couple guys that have raced that event for years yesterday was like the best track they've ever they've ever rode like um tyler Entinap and his crew did all the prep this weekend and uh i don't know how they were able to save the track from saturday because it literally rained like all damn day mm-hmm. it was pretty it was pretty miserable at the end of the day and we can't we showed up yesterday morning and it was like dude it looked like um I don't know. It looked like a, an old magazine cover or something. It was so dreamy looking out there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, everyone had a lot of fun yesterday. It got pretty rough though because I think just the dirt was so soft. And by the end of the day, there were some massive breaking bumps. And rocks. Oh on, yeah, right? lots of rocks. You know what's funny is is the track has been literally the same for years and years yeah. and years. I bet you I go out there and I remember that bump. Mm-hmm. You know, I, there's definitely trademark breaking bumps and holes and squares that show up every single year. Yeah. Around in the, in the, uh, do they still call it the John Miller tree turn? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That turn is so tough. Like yeah. Off I, camber and ruts. I was talking to someone and he's like, dude, I've fallen in that damn turn <laughs> two times for the last 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's gnarly. Yeah. It was super cool. And then, um, B class was actually, I feel like we're, we're at this weird stage right now. Cause Obviously, this event got pushed back a couple months because of the the snow and weather they got this winter up there, where all these kids raced Loretta's and then they hopped up to like pro and they were racing the last couple of nationals. So like B and A class were honestly kind of weak. Like A class, there was a couple like of the SLR kids um, and a couple off road guys, Brad West and uh, Lux Turner. But really, like, there was no, like, um, I don't know, like, there was no, like, factory-supported riders, right? Mm-hmm. And then B-class, you had Liam Olaf, Enzo Timmerman, and then out of those two, it was kind of, like, honestly, these kids that a lot of us were like, dude, who's that? Like, they're ripping, and they're hanging with them, but who are they? No Aiden Kiefer this year? No Aiden Kiefer. But, um, yeah, B-class was pretty much Enzo and Liam swapping for the most part. Uh, one and two, mm-hmm. um, but dude, both of them are so exciting to watch. Enzo, I don't know when the last time you seen him, but dude, he's so freaking tall now. But um, they were both doing like, it's funny they're 
the new age style riding that Chase and the Lawrence brothers do where they're hopping all these bumps and stuff. Like Enzo and Liam were doing this line where instead of jumping this table all the way, they were like scrubbing it and slowing down and casing it and then jumping all the way over the breaking bumps into the corner. Like it was just like hmm. some of the stuff they're doing was was so entertaining to watch. Um, yeah, it's it's cool to see that some of the kids, the younger kids are actually like looking at what Sexton and, and Jet and Hunter are doing and trying to apply that before they even mm. make the step to pro class. Yeah, Enzo came to uh, Triple Crown round two at Glen Helen, and mm-hmm. he was <laughs> – it's hard to re- think that he was this little kid with a speech impediment that we filmed <laughs> right in the 80s, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but uh, I don't know. That's cool. Well, yeah. So your weekend, we- Alex, was – Filled with buying a kicks 500. How about, how about you, Anton? What'd you do? Uh, it's been crazy. You know, ever since Friday, when Megan got off work, I've had my hands full with the baby and a dog and her, cause it's the first weekend I've had off in a while. And then mm-hmm. the first before the next few, cause the next month is just as packed as the last few have been too. Uh, but yeah, just been watching everything. Saw what was happening in Turkey with the MXGP season over there because they're coming to the end of it. Geyser got his first overall win of the year. He's only been back for a little bit after that broken femur. Uh, but Prado scored no points. So Fever's on a rip. So now two rounds to go. It's like 64 points. Like Jorge's got it locked, but, you know, one bad day. This could get interesting with two races to go in um, Italy and England. ASV Inventions supports the sport of motocross with innovative products like the original unbreakable folding lever, on-the-fly adjustable clutch purchases, rotator front brake clamps, Y-handle tools, and more. ASV is also a distributor of products like ODI grips and the innovative Gate King tailgate adjuster. They're also a proud sponsor of the Swap Motor Race Series and their trackside at each and every event. Their amateur racer support program is open year-round, and you can apply for support at hookit.com. Learn more about ASV products at asvinventions.com. Did you know that in addition to being some of the coolest people on motocross, the crew at WUSA are the official importers of Talon, Kite, and Edge hubs, as well as the leading resource for DID and Excel rims. Through the years, we've tested plenty of aftermarket wheels, and the wheel building crew at WUSA can't be beat. WUSA is the source for all things associated with wheels, including sprockets, spoke wrenches, tire irons, and more. Mention Swap Moto Live when ordering anything from WUSA and get a nice little discount too. Check them out at WUSA.com. Hey, what's up guys? It's Malcolm Stewart here. I ride for the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna, and I've been training harder than ever, and I've been using Guiltless Food Company for my performance on my motorcycle. And it's been doing a phenomenal job. I've been with these guys for the last four years, and I give meals every week, and it's just easy for, for me to come in on a hard day's riding, throw it in the microwave, and my meals are ready to go. And it's fit, ready meals provided for me. You can sign up online and by using guiltlessfoodco.com or go to their local Temecula store and get your meals in person. Set yourself up for an easy win by going to Guiltless Food Co. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, Being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy's Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. 
Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is nine times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike, I spend plenty of time cross-training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross-country bike, to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes, or even the amazing taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. Hey, Chase, so I wanted to ask you about this whole mammoth thing. So they move it back so much this year. Yep. Are they happy with that, or do they want to move it back up towards earlier in the summer? Yeah, so I'm glad you brought that up. It seems like it's um, pretty 50-50 split down the middle. Um, obviously, like I just talked about, I think there is that that struggle where there's kids right after Loretta is like making the decision – on jumping up a class or what they're doing, or even just like, Hey, I'm going to not race for a month or so. Mm -hmm. So that part of it kind of hinders the, the, the turnout on mammoth, I think. But as far as like, obviously we had rain and stuff, but the weather was amazing, dude. It was so, it was so nice up there. It was like sixties, uh, maybe low seventies all weekend. So that part of it's cool. Um, yeah, I, I don't think they'll, I think if, they can they'll go back to the normal dates for the race I, I would think that the timing would hurt the attendance for responsible parented kids because <laughs> school started yeah, yeah. i was thinking this too and i don't think it I, unfortunately <laughs> dude like i just don't think that's a thing anymore <laughs> like yeah. there was kids there like there's groms there that obviously they they haven't raced in three days and they're still up there just hanging out like mm-hmm. They should have been at school for sure, but they were just there. Um, yeah, yeah. So I that that would make sense, but uh, at the same time, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, even after like Loretta's, like all those serious families from the West Coast, like you already blew your wad, you know. So yeah. like Myron knows, yeah, probably get it before everybody's yeah. got to go east. But like to what you said, Don, like me never going there. The first time I ever heard of that race was that Mataz attack video. Like I saw Jeff Matazovich <laughs> just ripping there, and I was like that race looks awesome. I can't wait to go see that race one day. And then when I got old enough and found out it wasn't a national, I was kind of bummed, but yeah, it looks like a good time. I'm glad you went chase. Cause you made it look good. Like even with everybody being in hoodies and stuff like that, it being 60 degrees, seeing that in the video, I was like, Oh, this is a different mammoth than years past for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty bummed about the content side. I had a lot of unfortunate luck, whether I'm getting kicked out of off the track. Cause my pass wasn't good for one day. It was good the other day. Mm-hmm. My GoPro's getting ripped off helmets and thrown to who knows who. Why? Because AMA? Yeah, AMA, different rules now, which is fine. But yeah, I had a lot of unfortunate luck in content, but I'm glad I was able to get some <laughs> stuff up. But um, yeah, no, I after I got a little bit of taste, I definitely uh, want to go back next year. I'm going to try and race next year, I think. What? Just even if, dude, yeah, dude, even let's if go. Just, let's go. Dude, That's what I'm the, talking about, dude. Hell yeah, let's the amount all of go. People, 
<laughs> there was go. people showing up that just did practice and then went home or hung out and watched. Let's like, I just want to ride Let's that track. Trip. Let's like make it a swap moto live trip. I'll you want to race? Oh, dude, 100%. I'll I told my friends to make Don race it. I want to make Don race the 500. I, I want to go next year. Let's go. I told my friends, even if I'm just like letting everyone go off the gate and then, then I'll go. I just want to ride that track, dude. The mm-hmm. track looks so sick. Mm. <laughs> dude, one time I, uh, uh, <clears throat> one time they changed the first turn. First turn goes up and left, right? Yep. For a couple of years, they changed it where you went up and right and around the tree. Oh, okay, and like that. Yeah. And I literally am like, going oh uh, no no i'm sorry so they did it to the right right and then the next year when it went back to normal i'm like brag like thinking i had the whole shot and rob healy comes up the side and turns <clears throat> like the old start and t-bones me eight <laughs> shit and it's, the crazy thing about it is i was wearing a hrp flak jack chest protector you know the clear one that goes on the yeah. outside i'm like boom 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 tumbling and I finished crashing, and my chest protector is on the ground over there. But it's still buckled, and it's still intact. <laughs> it came off my <clears throat> over my arms and head so, while well, I was tea kettling. Like, and I, was, and I was totally fine. That was the craziest thing about it. Dude. But, yeah, oh, there's man. been some crazy mammoth things. Like, you remember the uh, Ryan Hughes-Michael LaPaglia fight? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, hell yeah. That. Jesus. It's funny because Michael LaPaglia was at Kawia last Wednesday, mm-hmm. and I was all, yeah, LaPaglia power. <laughs> he got hurt, I think. I saw something. He was in the hospital the other day, but no way. hit his head or something, but he said he's all good. Oh. Yeah, yeah, but there's that, and then, I don't know, there's so many memories I have. Totally, really. yeah. And then Doug Dubach, the, uh, the area where the mechanic signal, mm-hmm. and it turns right, and there's that cliff, and you drop down and come back up to start. He hit some bumps, boom, 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 endoed into that wall. Oh. And I forgot what the term was, but I think it was fillet or something, but he broke every rib on one side of his body, front and back. Jesus. It was really bad. I think he almost died from that, but that's why he rides in that giant chest protector underneath his jersey. It's like a bulletproof vest or one of those rodeo vests that little kids wear. I had a rhino sighting. I mean, obviously, Viney was racing, so. But, dude, he rode his African... Like V twin Honda out there, and from he was here? from here, and he was riding in the in like it was probably sixty mile an hour wind gust yesterday. Honestly, and raining. Rhino and was like nothing. Rhino was probably going to Burning Man, and then saw it got muddy from that storm you had on Saturday. <laughs> it was like fuck it, I'm going to I'm going to Mammoth. Let's go, dude. Straight up. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I I've. Oh, did you mountain bike at Mammoth? Nope. Uh, that's the dude. I Because of the weather? Uh, that and, dude, I was literally, I was at the track like almost every day, all day. Oh. So I was like, ah, crap. I just kind of, I hadn't been there, so I didn't realize the scheduling and all that. So Yeah. But yeah. So, uh, guys, this morning, Mattia and I decided we we're going to get an e-bike ride in before we met for this podcast. So I put Mattia on the Husqvarna hard cross test bike, <laughs> and I rode the Intense alloy taser test bike we rode up to skyline and we met we met our other buddies alvin and larry and we come ripping down and we did troy lee and then we did treacherous and somewhere along the way matia oh i guess first of all i'm gone and he's way ahead of me and i'm like oh wait what was that it was the battery cover from the husqvarna oh no fell off and then like 
50 yards later, there's the battery. Oh, no. <laughs> 50 yards later, so I see Mattia hiking up the trail. So the, it was a real rough, fast section, but the battery flew out of the bike. But anyway, after that, somewhere along the way, some hiker took a big, fat shit on the trail, and Mattia blew through it. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we, were, we didn't know. And then I must have blown through it. Because we're at the bottom of the trail and we're like, oh, dude, and we're laughing because we caught up with Alvin and Larry. We we're talking about how his battery flew up. And I'm like sitting there, I'm looking at my bike and the, the stem cap, there's like this, like, I thought it was mud. And I'm like, it was all over that, the top of my frame and the backside of my handlebars. Ugh. And I look and it was on my arm, my Ugh. forearm. Oh, and I'm going, dude. and I said to Mattia, dude, did you see any mud? There was no mud up there. And I look, look, and I go, I don't think that's mud. And I smelled my arm, and I oh. almost barfed. And it was like, damn, you got the poo on you know, me. <laughs> you know, how dog shit smells different than human shit. Yeah, it was definitely a human turd. And I'm like, oh my god, it's it's crap. And I look at Matias, dude. It's all on the bottom of his skid plate, up his seat post, under his seat, on the shock linkage. And it's all over his pants. Oh. And I'm like, oh. And then it was on my back. Oh, oh. God. So we had to like drive home like undressed. <laughs> <laughs> it was gross. And so I'm definitely saying it was a hiker, not a mountain biker, because there's no reason to poo wire going downhill. Yeah, that'd you be just weird. Get the pot. That'd be weird. Yeah. It was a hiker or it was probably a lame Suron rider. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So Surons were rampant mammoth? Oh, yeah, dude. It was... Like Surons, uh, dirt bikes, just, I don't know. 110s? It was literally, like, the best way to describe it is literally, like, the city of Nuevo after a day of rain. That's what was in Mammoth. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, sick. That's awesome. it was super that's sick, awesome. though. Also, the variance in C-Class is mind-blowing. Like, the kid that won probably could have top five and be no problem. And then the kids toward the back, like. Yeah, beginners. It, dude, it's, Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll wait two. Maybe I'll wait two years so I can do twenty-five plus or something. Yeah, you definitely got to be a vet class. Oh. You ain't leaving home yeah. with a bear if you're racing two fifty C class. I don't right even want to. I don't think I'd be leaving home, dude. C class is scary. When I used to yeah. do day in the dirt and would do C class, like that was the one race that I was always worried about. Like this one's gonna screw up my Ironman weekend. Like somebody in C class is gonna saw my front wheel off going up the hill and yeah. it's over. Yeah. 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 Totally. 25 plus. I mm. wouldn't even race press board. I just race 25 plus. <laughs> I don't know, dude. What's his name? Mike come saw you. Oh, freaking. Uh, oh, yeah. No, yeah. He, he would for sure do it. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Did his you name. guys see Luke Kalatian's two stroke that he was racing? Yeah. That did thing you see was his, sick. Did you also see the gear that he was wearing? Yeah, I did. Oh, was he enjoying so the ride? He was definitely your best O'Neill athlete. I was watching him all pretty close. He was your best yeah. one this weekend, I think. We also Yo. have a kid. I can't think of his name right now, but a kid on an eighty-five. He, we all we seen a we seen a photo of him on the podium as well. He he was doing pretty good. Um, but but you yeah, also have good. You also have one rider. I think you should maybe check on. He definitely got the sketchy award. I just seen his bike like backwards off of one of the tables. Oh, early man. morning yesterday. Yeah. Yo, A-Ray, but, um, did you see the O'Neill gear in the Chevy commercial? Yeah. Yeah. You like that? I did, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, no, we're all over the Chevy commercial, who, dude. Who was it? It's just like this family riding. It's like a father and then like two kids, and they're all on like KTM's and Huskies and stuff. But they're all enjoying the ride. They're kitted out head to toe. And then like the daughter oh. crashes, and then then she picks the bike up, and it's this feel good moment in the commercial. And then they all get in their eighty thousand dollars Silverado and take off. It's <laughs> tight. It's fucking tight. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh. I'll send you the link. Le- Le- Don, I'll send you the link. Okay. Nice. Nice. So I, I've been enjoying the ride in my uh, my vented hardware. I've noticed you've been wearing that kid a lot, dude. I hey, like yeah, it. But yeah, because like, it's neon and he's Jap, so he, he loves that. No, he no, 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 no. Oh my you're god, gonna you're gonna get, again, dude, dude. That's the second time. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, like, he loves the neon colors, man. Like, no, he loves I, the neon I, helmet. I, honestly, I hated that gear when I got it because yeah. the neon pink and the yellow, it looks like Easter candy, right? Yeah. But, like, on I've seen pictures of me in it, and it's good. I like it. Yeah, see, no, it's great. Everything fits I good, like too. It a lot. Yeah. Hey, all did right. you get Luke some 24 gear? He looked like he was wearing old stuff all weekend. I think we did. Also, yeah. props to that kid because it sounds like his frames cracked or his swing arms cracked. <laughs> <laughs> he lined up and he told me, "Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna try." And he told me he told me in practice, he's like, "Yeah, the bike's pulling left really really hard. <laughs> we can't figure out why." What was he on a Honda? He was that yeah his Honda 450. Oh, so yeah. it wasn't single function fork. No, they took it. They had it down to, they had it apart, and they were investigating pulling left. And he didn't finish the race, so I'm assuming that's why. Because mm. I saw him riding into the pits. <laughs> Luke's got a okay, cool so, style, too. Like, real off-roading. Yeah. Like, I remember from the first times that he did the race series, and you're just like, yo, who was that kid with his elbows down just hauling? Yeah, and then when he did yeah. Loretta's with Tony the first year I went down there, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. my, did this kid rips? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Rumor mill, team changes, signings, and stuff. I, I think the... I think it's all out Vol- now. Voland is a uh, pro circuit. Mm-hmm. And I wonder when he gets on that bike. Mm. I mean, the other I, rumor. I, well, yeah. I was wondering that too. The other uh, rumor is I mean, like I, Team, I team say, USA Austria. I, I, would say, I would say he gets on the bike after SMX, right? Mm, he, might have, yeah. he might have vacation though. He might be going somewhere. Yeah. You might have like yeah, a sure. couple more days on that Austrian bike, yeah. I mean, you gotta think. Yeah. You, you gotta think too, like, like say if he does. I mean, if he does it, I mean, he could just race the East Coast. You know, I mean, if he has a, yeah. a you know, a super long, you know, uh, season this year, and then he has no no recovery time, maybe he can just race the East Coast. So that'd be something. Mm-hmm. I saw him and his dad talking to Mitch when I was walking out uh, last week, and I was like, oh, there it goes. Like, there's. There's something. Yeah. Do you think Mitch liked that move that he did at Iron Man? Which one was that one? Whenever he went like over the freaking uh, markers and then like he hit Dax Bennett. I think he got docked or something. I oh, think, I didn't yeah, there see was, that. Oh, it's all over the broadcast. Yeah. Chase, you've seen it too, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> Wait, how about in the broadcast? I forgot who it was. It was somebody and he was like behind a lapper and he just cut a whole jump. A sexton. Yeah, sex <laughs> just yeah, just went like off Bryce the track. Shelley or something. Bryce Shelley was, yeah, was holding it was. up quite a bit. Yeah, we mentioned yeah. that in Kickstarter. Yeah, because like yeah. I remember even seeing that. I was like, oh, that's what stopped the whole attack of those last three laps. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. no offense to Bryce, but it was like, damn, because he was pissed. Where they 
go up into the valley, make those turns, and then before they hit the bridge, Chase was really, really uh, bottled up behind him right there, and Jet just took off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, who's number 404? Oh, that's Blind Taco. That- well, I got my I got my fried flagger shirt in the mail. You know, we're oh, yeah. oh. holding it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's 404 is in the foreground coming by. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm stoked. I'm uh-huh. stoked on that shirt, though. Yeah, because Flying Taco don't, didn't race outdoors, right? No, he does not have a pro license, but I'm oh. trying to petition to get him a pro license. Max Miller. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something on four. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Um, is Was there anything else? Because I know when we got the Yamaha release, it said, you know, Cooper to re-sign or whatever. I thought, oh, the, the Cooper Webb, you know, but it's Cooper Cooper. Oh, yeah. But it was Justin Cooper on a 450. So that's stoked. gotta come out this week. So for him. Yeah. He te- do you see his little tease yes or last week? Just the was it just a boot or something? It was just him, yeah, in gear. Yeah. Yeah. But uh I bet you they announced that at the press conference Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna Is be there, a busy week. This yeah. Uh, so it, the pre- so the press conference a- so press conference Friday is gonna be for MXDN, right? No, press conference what? Friday is for the series. Like that's the pre race one. I'm yeah. sure I'm sure there's going to be some DN like one across the nation's announcement stuff there too. Uh, but yeah, yeah there's going to be a press conference every Friday before the XMS races. Oh, wow. In lieu of press day. Yeah. No press day. Like no, no riding. Uh, no, just oh. go right into free practice. Yep. Do you, oh, yeah. have you guys heard anything more on the, the SMX stuff? Like I I'm hearing like, cause I'm in a group chat, right. With, with most of the privateers who are going to be racing it. Um, they're going way down the line. For some of these guys, I mean, some of these guys race maybe one or two outdoors and are getting to race uh, SMX that but aren't I mean, like, in hmm. the top thirty. Like they, I, I don't know. Like they, they, I don't know. They shoved it down our throats this whole like top thirty cutoff all year, right? And then, and then now they're going all the way down to like way down there. So, mm. did you get the call? I did not get the call. No, <laughs> I only got two points. Okay, yeah, you, know, you got to have more than two points, but still. Uh, like Bryce Shelley, I believe is going to be racing, uh, like, like people, you know, who, who didn't. Yeah, exactly. So, wow. um, yeah, like, uh, I know Cade isn't racing the first round because he has some other obligations. Um, but yeah, I mean like Cade, Josh Cartwright, um, like a lot of these guys who I think were outside are, are going to be racing now. So, yeah, we have a, um, NBC is putting together a press conference tomorrow with like the whole uh, what's what's called the commentary staff. So everybody will be on that tomorrow. Then we should be getting the full press releases of who's racing these first couple rounds and stuff like that. The pictures and stuff that have come out from them building on the drag strip have been pretty cool. I mean, just up and down the barriers. Saw a lot of A-Ray shout outs, actually, where people are like, that looks death defying. If anybody's going to crash into a barrier, it would be Alex. And so yep, yep, yep. did you see that? I was like, fuck, A-Ray, really? Like, not even there. <laughs> hey, no, that's fine. You know, you left your mark. You left your mark. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's you right. Know, and I probably would have left my mark on one of those barriers. You know, like, hey, man, <laughs> people know that K-Dub does transfers you know? and A-Ray, A-Ray does a big dude. I don't think I told you. uh this guy stopped me at Ironman last week and he was just hyped about you. And he was like, we got to be nicer to A-Ray and stuff like that and let him enjoy his new job and his old lady and everything. And we're like, of course, of course. And then I showed him the Houston uh, burnout picture on the stadium floor. And I was like, oh, nice. 
Hell yeah. Hell yeah. He's a big fan of A-Ray. Dude, it's so crazy. Like, you know, I, I get a lot of emails each day at O'Neill, uh, you know, and uh, people, you know, I'm like, hey, like, so are you my new contact, you know, at, uh, you know for writer support or, or anything like that? And uh, I'm like, yeah, you know, hi, I'm Alex Ray, whatever. Like, oh, my God. Dude, like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, he's like, he's like, uh, there was a couple people who are like, dude, like, I've been watching you for years. Like, you're a legend. I'm like, dude, I'm not a legend. Like, I- I'm just a guy, man. Like, I'm just a guy who got lucky. You know what you really need to do is you start vetting all these kids that are trying to get 35% off. Go make sure that you search A-Ray in all their social media stuff to see who's been talking mad shit about you. And instead of giving yeah. them a contract, oh, show yeah. up their house now that they have your address and Jay and Silent Bob style kick their ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, would, I don't know about all that, but it, you know, like, I don't know. I just think it's, I don't know. I feel like I entertained a lot of people for a lot of years, maybe not in the right way, but I mean, <laughs> either, either way it was, it made it worth their while, I guess, but it, I don't know. It's just cool. Um, but yeah, man, crazy. Alex, what do you think the pinnacle of this sketchy, uh, entertainment was was it was it the fight was uh, it oh man i don't know i mean it all started with i would say the loop out right at vegas in like 2016 <laughs> um and then like with the yellow tires and then like what well, i mean it started before that with the pink gear and then the pinnacle know you know what's funny is that time you and i drove to vegas to do pulp and tyler bowers called in and said you were sketchy how mad you got (laughs) oh i was so mad you were offended capital oh but i was pissed but soon after that i learned to embrace it yeah i embraced turned it it into a brand yeah yeah soon after that i embraced it you know but at that point in time it got to me i think because I was trying to get away from it so much and I was trying to so much to, you know, like change my riding style and not make as many mistakes. And, and and it, it it frustrated me at that point in time because I knew that, I don't know, like I thought that I could ride a motorcycle somewhat decent at times, but other times it just Mm -hmm. kind of fucking blew up in my face. You know, it's like someone pulled a grenade, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, I don't know. At that point in time, I feel like I was just trying to trying to get a handle on it, um, and I didn't know how how to really do it. Um, but after that, you know, I, I just pretty much said, you know what, fuck it. It is what it is. You know, if I crash, I crash. Whatever, whatever. They're gonna they're gonna mm. talk either way, and might as well just embrace it. Yeah. Buy sketchy merch. AlexRay.co. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I was thinking about your KX five hundred. Does it run? Have you started it? I don't have any gas, but I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe. I think you should just. I think you should just take the engine to race tech. You should just take the whole bike to race tech, honestly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, having having them go through it, you know. Like, yeah, why not? Take well, it down there. I mean, I have to. I have take, to get the. I have to get the engine parts first. What engine parts? Uh, just I don't know. I was gonna rebuild it. Maybe put at least the top piston end. Piston rings. Yeah, piston, piston rings. rings. Gas kit. Yeah. Clutch. Yeah. Yeah. Just to take all the parts down to race tech. Well, no. So I, I performance package. 
I sent Jay Clark an email, um, and he he's talking a lot about this M, uh, KX Guru guy that helped him out on one of his KX five hundred builds, and like uh-huh. uh, Bowers actually mentioned it on his. Um, he's got some cool parts. I'm trying to I'm trying to get his contact. I, I want to get a hold of him. He has he has a few things like a few cool parts um, for the bike that that I might need. Um, so I've been trying to get a hold of him and, and and do some other stuff with it too because he has like a clutch mod. He has like a, like a double like a he makes like these cl- covers like because the clutch cover on those bikes is just one big piece, but he makes it mm. to where it's like it's two pieces. Yeah, two um, piece. Yeah, so um, you know what would be good for that bike is if if you could somehow get a hydraulic clutch setup on it because mm. dude the clutch pull was burly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it'd be cool. I I could take it to race tech. I don't know. Maybe. You take should definitely there take the suspension there. Take it down there to Andrew. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. do. Yeah, I seen a. There was a KX500 at Mammoth that had like a. It looked like a, older KTM front end on it. It <laughs> didn't look like it handled well, so don't do that route. <laughs> KTM uh, 4CS yeah. forks. Yeah, a race take the linkage off too. Race Tech does yeah. it all, man. Two strokes, four strokes, suspension, Harley, all of it. You know they do it all. Mm-hmm. Any anything, mm-hmm. you know they can just. They tackle it, you know. I mean, no matter what. Andrew over there at the engine department, you know, you got freaking all those guys over there. They just do great stuff, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what else? I think, I think, is there any news on Frandis? I feel like Frandis is the last question mark. Yeah. Well, solved. okay. So I heard he signed somewhere. I heard he signed somewhere too. Mm-hmm. I heard someone. Yellow. I heard I someone. Know. Someone said that Jimmy Button might have said that he was signed or something. I don't know. The, I don't the know head thing, well, the head thing wouldn't surprise me because, like, that top 10 party thing that they had last week after Iron Man, he pretty much only stayed to hang out with those guys. So, like, I would be surprised if that was just like, hey, man, yeah, let's just start talking, you know. Mm-hmm. My buddy also said, though, that the talking boy at some somewhere said that Triumph was a possibility too for, for a 250 no for like development yeah that he would he would class. yeah that he would not do mm-hmm. 250 supercross and then he would do 250 outdoor next year and then savachi mm-hmm. would even do the same thing and then they would get 450s when it's time huh this has never happened before where like you have Dude, guys like savachi or ferrandis like going back down to the 250 class for outdoors when have we ever seen this happen like has this happened before or no Oh, I mean, Langston. yeah. And then, I mean, Lampson would do, you know, 125 stuff forever, you know, like back in the day, it was a little bit more common, but this one's so weird. Cause I mean, Dylan's a straight up national champion three years ago. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. I think, uh, I think we're going to hear something out of Marvin pretty soon. Good or bad. Cause he, uh, I don't know. I was talking to him and, and he kind of, it kind of sounded like he might retire. Mm, yeah. And then, uh, I don't think he would race for a B level team. Yeah. I don't, I can't see him doing that. Yeah. There's no need to. I don't see there. I don't yeah. see there being room for him at KTM again, really. Yeah. Gas gas, second rider. No, um, that's pretty much like been put away every time. Yeah. Husky, third rider. <laughs> rider that will finish the season. Mm. Although, he missed this whole season because he was hurt. Yeah. 
Now, what what insight do you have as O'Neill, his sponsor? Uh, uh, we, or I 23? mean, hold on. I mean, we love Marv. You know, like I mean, he did. Yeah. I mean, although he did get hurt, there was a lot of things that uh, he did for for O'Neill that you know. I mean, he, uh, we would say like he didn't have to do, but he did anyways, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he did a lot of good things. Uh, and is he on the roster and for even 24? now? I mean, you know, if that's if that's something that you know he wants to go down, we haven't really uh, spoke with him much about it, just because of you know we're just sort of letting him sort of figure some of his things out first, I believe. But I mean, we would love to have Marv back because he was he was great. Yeah, you got to send him some mountain bike gear. Yeah, no, we should. We should. He borrowed he borrowed my stumpy this weekend to go to Summit. Oh yeah. I think yeah. I think we sent him a few things. I'm not sure. Okay, good. Yeah. He needs a downhill helmet because he always wears his moto helmet. Yeah, but okay. then he would have to get it painted. No, no, he has to wear an Iro helmet. Oh, right. remember? Do they not make a downhill mountain bike helmet? Uh, uh-uh. they don't. They only make road bike helmets. But remember, mm-hmm. uh, if if they wear something else, they get fined like some crazy amount of money. Mm. That's what Jason told us. But uh, we heard some MXON rumors, but do we think the rumors are true? And what are yeah. our own predictions? Uh, I mean, who knows, man? If the rumors are true, where do we finish? Mm-hmm. Mm. Four to eight. Top five. Nah, dude, you're not going four to eight. Come on. <laughs> There's not that many people that are that much better than them. <laughs> You'll top five. Like Australia. I think. I don't know. Who's the favorites right now? Australia. Ooh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Australia, the but they third? still got to. the third? That's the problem. They still got to figure out their third. Because, like, you could do Hunter on a 250 and then find a 450 guy, or there's some 250 kids that are down there, but they just don't, you know, you got to find somebody that's got a lot of support. What about, what's his name? Evans? I mean, Mitch. I, I would can't. say, I, I would think. say podium. Podium either goes, uh, I mean, shit. I, I, I'm going to say the podium for destinations. Like, this is. I hope that we pull it out somehow, like, and get at least on the podium, if not a win. Um, but I will say that I think it's going to be Australia, France, and then uh, the Netherlands. I think. Uh, yeah. About- French team is going to be hard to beat at their home race. Yeah. 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 Um, French is going to be one or two. Like, there's, there's no way that they finish anything less than one or two. Mm-hmm. The Swiss team is pretty good too. Guillaume's been ripping. Like lately, yeah. Guillaume's been ripping and Seaworth's good. Did you see Seaworth get run over in the first turn? Uh, in Turkey? That, no. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, he just like high sides and then as he hits the ground, Guillaume just runs right over his chest and then he still got up Ooh. and finished the moto. Can someone Ooh. send me the login for the MXGP? Yeah, I, I got you. <laughs> Awesome. How about Guam? I'm tired of watching highlights. So Team Guam. There's a, actually that was the surprising thing. There's a lot of teams that were put together last year that aren't going this year that are even close. Like the FIM had a couple of Latin American teams and some teams that they were trying to put together, and none of those are going to happen again this year, which was pretty surprising. But I think it's because it's just easier to do it in the United States. There's no shortage of moto compared to other countries. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I heard Varees and Lapanovich are racing for Guam. What? Yeah. What's Varese riding? I don't know yet. Hmm. I don't think he's on AEO next year. No, it's uh 
It's uh, um, Kelly Hawkins and, and Hawkins, Kelly yeah. and possibly um, the Canadian kid. I can't remember his name. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Looking well, looking at it right now, that French team is pretty good. That French team is good okay. with um, Fevre, Vial, and Renault. And then there's all the controversy because, mm-hmm. like Dylan, I'm not sure if you guys saw, but he's like, "Do I need to get a U.S. passport <laughs> so I can do motocross yeah. the nations again?" But uh, that was sick. Yeah, dude, he's bummed that he's been left off as many times as he's been left off. Uh, but then they have Gautier running the team now, too. So, like, Team France has been through a couple different team managers over the last few years, but to have a young guy in it, like Gautier, FFM goes big. So, yeah, that'll be a good one. Belgium, well, I mean, uh, all of those even, guys are 250 even, riders, though. Yeah, I mean, with the France team, like, it, it seems like every year they have some type of controversy. I think David Billman, yeah. he said, it wouldn't be controversy if it mm-hmm. wasn't like the, the France team or something, or it wouldn't be MXDN without controversy on the France team. Because like mm. for some, like I think even Marv a few times, like he was wondering why he got left off the team. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think they, I always thought maybe they had a little bit of bitterness of guys. Like leaving France out here, like the US. but then Vial made it on. So I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Well, guys, Chase and I are headed to uh, Lake Elsinore Motocross <laughs> Park in search of, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say goons, but like, we're, we're, you know, less, you're, less you're going for the core. Yes. Core. Yeah, core. For the core. That's right. What are you going to call those? What are soul you, riders. Soul riders. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. We're going to no, go in no. search of some soul riders. Nobody's going to have some Z1R helmets. Nobody's going to have more soul than somebody at Lake Elsinore at noon on Labor Day. So that's the yeah, kind of people we yeah. need. That's oh, what yeah. I'm talking about. Straight up. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Might even find a quad rider. <laughs> if not, we can go next door and give them to some skydivers. Yeah. Yeah. Suron riders. All right. Uh, guys, thanks for checking out the Kickstart podcast presented by Pro Taper. And uh, be sure to tune in next week when we're uh, talking SMX final number one. Later, boys. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.